eight games on January 1st, 2024 in the NBA, and I simply can't believe we're starting the show today with the Utah Jazz, but Jordan Clarkson broke a 15-year Utah triple-double drought as the Jazz beat the Dallas Mavericks by 37 points. That shellacking ending 127-290 in Utah. Clarkson's 20-point, 10-rebound, 11-assist triple-double was the first regular season TD for a Utah player since 2008 when Carlos Boozer did it against Seattle. Although I didn't see any mention Ricky Rubio had a sneaky 26-point triple-double in the playoffs against the Thunder five years ago in 2018. Italian forward Simone Fontecchio, I never know if I'm nailing that last name, had a game-high 24 points for Utah. Kyrie Irving returned for Dallas after missing some time with 14 points. Luka Doncic finished with 19 points and 14 dimes. The 37th pick in last year's draft, that's Jaden Hardy. He looked really good in limited minutes for Dallas off the bench. He finished with 17. The Indiana Pacers only shot 5 of 35 from three-point land against budding rivals in the Milwaukee Bucks, but 26 points, 9 rebounds, and 11 assists from Tyrese Halliburton and 25 points, 13 rebounds from Benedict Matherin off the bench was enough to push them past the Bucks in the final quarter, 122-113 to to Indiana. Uh, the Pacers also had solid contributions from Isaiah Jackson. He finished with 18. TJ McConnell had 16, and both Obi Toppin and Miles Turner finished in double digits. Milwaukee, who had won 15 straight home games prior to the loss tonight, received a New Year's Day triple-double from Giannis Antetokounmpo with a monster stat line. It was 30 points, 18 rebounds, and 11 assists. Chris Middleton has continued a recent stretch of good shooting with 21. Brooke Lopez also scored 21 for Bucks. Damian Lillard shot just 3 of 16 for his 13 points and had some awful defense in the fourth quarter. Bench points continue to be a concern for Milwaukee. They had just 16 compared to 70 from Indiana. Uh, there's some injury concerns for the deep paces team to keep an eye on. They're still missing Bruce Brown, who has missed a week now with a bone bruise in his knee. Andrew Nemhard played just eight minutes as well in the starting role before he left with a back injury. OG Ananobi made his debut for the Knicks in a tight win against the Wolves, 106-112 the final score in New York. OG finished with 17 points and 6 rebounds, as well as shooting 3 of 5 from deep, but the focus should be on Julius unlocked without RJ Barrett, Randall. Drew had 39 points and scored two-thirds of the Knicks' points in the final period to hold off the Wolves' comeback. He was flanked with 15 from Dante DiVincenzo and an awful shooting night from Jalen Brunson. Brunson shot 5 of 23 from the floor but finished with a career-high 14 assists to make up for it. Carl Anthony Towns scored 16 in the fourth quarter for the Wolves to finish with 29, while Anthony Edwards notched 35 points as well as two blocks, and Rudy Gobert had 10 points, 15 rebounds in defeat. Brand new Raptors, Emmanuel Quickly and RJ Barrett didn't waste time, impactful in their first appearance up in Canada as the Raptors beat Cleveland 124-121. to uh, Pascal Siakam again has been the best of the bunch for the Raptors, he finished with 36. RJ Barrett's 19 and his return to the homeland igniting the crowd, and Emmanuel Quickly had 14 as the starting guard next to Scotty Barnes. For the Cavs, Karis LeVert top scored with 31 while Donovan Mitchell had 26. Although Cavs fans will have a little gripe with how the game ended. Pascal Siakam appearing to travel on the inbounds pass with two seconds to go. That would have given the Cavs possession with a chance to tie it. But nonetheless, the Raptors improved to 13 and 20. God, that's an awful record. The Cavs are 18 and 15, by the way. 
And quickly, in the remaining four games, the Clippers bounced back from a poor first quarter to beat Miami 121-104. Kawhi Leonard returned in this game from a short injury absence for 24 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, along with 4 steals. Bam Adebayo was the top scorer for Miami with 21-16, and 16, while Kevin Love, an unexpected positive, 17 points in 22 minutes off the bench. The Pistons could not manage back-to-back wins after breaking the streak. They fell to the Rockets 136-113 as Alper and Shangun had 26 points and 9 assists in 27 minutes. Cade Cunningham had a pretty bad night with just 6 points for Detroit, but rookie Armand Thompson had career highs in points, assists, and minutes as he shot 5 of 6 from the floor. So, silver lining still there for Detroit fans. The Charlotte Hornets continue to slide. Jamal Murray's 25 points punishing them in a 111-93 victory to Denver. Nikola Jokic shot just 7 times and had 13 points, 11 rebounds. Michael Porter Jr. 22 points and Aaron Gordon, I believe he made his return for Denver after being bitten by his Rottweiler on Christmas. He had 10 points. Denver blew this one wide open in the third, outscoring Charlotte 40 points to 17. Charlotte's Miles Bridges top scored with 26. Now, this is a fun stat I've picked up from at Norman Chad on Twitter. Uh, Jokic has shot 26 of 28 from the floor across his last three games. Those were against Charlotte, OKC, and Memphis. Hornet Ish Smith, who was on the Nuggets last year, received his championship ring pregame. And for the first time in this podcast's history, Bradley Beal top scored for the Phoenix Suns. Beal had 21. Yusuf Nurkic 18 as the Phoenix Suns, without Kevin Durant, beat Portland 109-88. Rookie Scoot Henderson had 17 for the Blazers, who sat a number of players like Anthony Simons, DeAndre Ayton, and Ozzie Juop Reith. Cult hero Bol Bol played 20 minutes for Phoenix, finishing with 11 points, 9 rebounds, and 5 fouls. He can't stay out of 5 trouble. Um, The victory was Phoenix's fourth in a row after a pretty bad recent horror slide. And to some injury news you might have missed over the last couple of days celebrating the new year. Spurs center Zach Collins is likely to miss 2-4 to four weeks with a sprained ankle. Uh, he averages 13.6 rebounds a game this season, but he's been recently moved to the bench to allow rookie Victor Wembanyama to start in the center position for the Spurs. Sticking with Wemby, uh, the Spurs reported to ESPN that he's likely to sit out on back-to-backs for the next couple of weeks as he ramps up from an ankle sprain. If you missed it, he suffered it after stepping on a ball boy during warm-ups last week. Jimmy Butler's x-rays were negative. Good news for the Miami veteran after he left his return game for the Heat 23 minutes in with a different undisclosed foot injury. I believe there's still no return at this time or update from Miami. And Clippers center Mason Plumlee is nearing a return after missing 25 games with an MCL sprain. So if you're new here, maybe you've just joined us on Spotify, come across from the NBA Live app, or we're now available on the Inner Sanctum's homepage consider leaving us a five-star review on your preferred podcast app. But most of all, remember to follow your passion and let's chat again soon. Thanks, guys.